Hello and welcome to Drunk Bitches and Politics, where bitches get drunk and talk politics. I'm Ray. I'm Michi. And I'm Michelle, your host. Thank you so much for joining us in a very special episode. <sighs> very special. So we had um, some great, exciting elections happen this week. But we also had something exciting happen to DBAT. We gained about 50, 60 followers. And I know that doesn't sound big to other people's scale, but we celebrate every new follower, every yes. new listener. Celebrate every milestone. Every new drunk delegate is just amazing to us. Exactly. Every, every single person counts. So we want to thank everybody for uh, joining our Facebook family. Yeah. And listen to some pods if you have it. Share it with your friends and family. Invite your friends and family on Facebook because the more followers we have, then of course we're going to have more, uh, you know, people checking it out. Listening. Thank you, thank you, Ray. Yeah, because <laughs> obviously I haven't had anything to drink yet tonight, so, <laughs> so I'm know. not, I'm not, I'm not as green off the cuff when I ha- when I'm not drunk. When you're not, when your joints aren't greased up. Yeah, exactly. yeah. When I'm not a squeaky. It's <laughs> like the Tin Man. Got to get some lubricant now. Yes. There. Uh, with that being said, it is a, like I said, special episode, so it's going to be kind of short and quick, uh, but Mishy, what are we drinking tonight, if anything? Yes, we're drinking some. We always drink here. <laughs> this is a must. I'm just kidding. We stay drinking. <laughs> we stay drinking. It is a particularly cold night here in Dallas, so we broke out the old Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey. Mm. Uh, always, always good to drink a nice whiskey on a cold night, so... Mm-hmm. Prepare for um, warm the bones. Uh, exactly. Prepare to see us dwindle down <laughs> as the pod goes. Uh, anybody want to guess alcohol content for whiskey for Jack Daniels? Oh my 40%? god, forty percent. I don't know how this I'm, works. I, like, I don't have no really fucking know. clue. <laughs> I'm gonna say eighty proof. Mm. You're you're both correct. Eighty proof, forty percent. Okay. okay, that's why so I know. Works. So hard liquors, I know proof, not and, alcohol. Not alcohol, alcohol, yeah. Because I know Everclear is like 180 proof. Oh yeah, you can put it in your car and it'll like fucking mm. drive. Right. Um, <laughs> that's what you use for trash can punch, which we need to fix one time. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> that would be fun to put to give Ray trash can punch and just tell her it's juice. Oh, yeah. I don't know that my liver can take it. Oh, that's true. That's true. I don't. I don't want to be responsible for the fact that you're on dialysis machine. I need a liver transplant. It's Darn it. It will collapse. Okay. All right. So I'm just going to buy edibles and tell you your gummies. Yeah, that's right. Because that okay, won't affect we'll your liver. Well, no. no. Don't you know they don't get her high at all? They <laughs> don't. Whatever. <laughs> just, you know, just hungry. She'll right. eat a whole bag of tortillas. But yeah. Yeah. Don't judge me. Okay. But she's not stoned. Attacked. She's not stoned. No. I feel attacked. She just gets attacked. an appetite. <laughs> but I'm not stoned, y'all. <laughs> well, I don't know what these bitches are talking about. <laughs> Oh, nothing at all, right? Nothing yeah, at all. Right, right. Um, okay, I want to get straight into the elections that happened this week. We'll start with the one, which we'll just get the bad shit out of the way first. The Texas elections didn't go as well as the other national elections that went on and state elections that went on last night. On a, on a national scale, Texas didn't do very well. Um, yes. But we also didn't, we weren't electing any representatives, any senators or anything like that. It was props. Yes. Um, I actually amendments. was standing. It was all constitutional amendments. All, all constitutional amendments. I actually, when I was standing in line Tuesday night, 
which I had to stay in line for an hour at my voting. And I'm not, I know there's people that stay in line for hours right. in the rain, all that stuff, but it was just unusual in my area mm-hmm. to stand in line that long. So I was for happy. For this type of election. For this type of election, mm-hmm. right? And I was excited about that until I started hearing people talk about how they're going to vote yes for Prop 4 because that means that we would never have an income tax. And I was like, well, obviously, they don't listen to DBAT because if they did, they would know that that's not what it means. So that was a little disheartening. Right. I mean, it was also designed that way. It wasn't wasn't unexpected. It was designed to be misleading. It was a voodoo word salad that was put on there to ensure that it passed. So now, congratulations. We... No longer have the right to vote on any income tax related issues ever again unless we somehow get a two thirds majority to vote on amending the Constitution again and then putting this back on. Right. right. So. so, good job, Texans. Yes. Sets up very sarcastically. Right. <clears throat> Anything else on the Texas amendments that y'all want to talk about? Well, yeah. So, I wanted to say okay, so there were 10 amendments, as you said, uh, there was all but one passed. Proposition 1 is the only one that did not pass. That was the one allowing selected municipal court judges to serve multiple municipalities at the same time. That one was rejected by 65%. And then everything else passed, most of them by pretty good majorities. Like What was the Prop 4? Prop 4 passed by 74%. Damn, the yeah. propaganda is so strong. The propaganda is strong. The wording the was very wording confusing. Was very, very, very confusing. Right. Misleading. Yeah. Mis- it was purposely written right. that way. Because I know people don't read and they don't um, they don't do their homework. Right. Right. The only one that was close was Prop Nine, when that was the one about the legislature creating a property tax exemption for precious metals. That was approved by 52%. So, 60, like 60,000 votes was the difference in that. Oh, so Uh, it's actually kind of close. Yeah. Prop 10 was the one that we... It was the most popular. The most popular one. That was about allowing former handlers or qualified caretakers to adopt retired law enforcement animals without a fee. That passed by 94%. So, 123,000 assholes voted against it. <laughs> I understand that there were people that said the reason why they were voting against it is because they didn't like the idea that the fee piece was gone. Why? I don't know. And honestly, I... If I'm a police officer and I've had this dog with me the entire time, then I should be... When, when the dog retires, right... Right. I should be able to bring it into my home as my pet because I know. I'm the one that the dog has had the whole time. And I'm also a police officer. I'm a military uh, veteran right. or retired. Something. Right? Yeah. I don't make a ton of money to begin with. Why are you charging me for that? Something that I've devoted my I life know. into training. I know. I, they're still assholes. I still think right. they're assholes. But yes. <laughs> right. Or right, cat right. people. I know. I, or cat people. Yes. Because <laughs> ain't no cats. That or are... psychopaths. There's that. <laughs> right. Um, but I did also want to mention the turnout. Yes. So what we found in 2018 is that half of all registered Texas voters turned out in 2018, which this still sounds fucking sad as hell, but whatever. But for Texas, it was good, y'all. It was good. But it also wasn't an amendment year. No. So that's just to give you an idea of where we were in 2018. Right. That was just, that was better. He raised those numbers. turnout in odd numbered years has always been historically low. And then, but this year's turnout is higher than it was in 2017, and it was 
twelve percent, which is not much. To like, no. it's not because so sad. I, I have numbers on previous amendment elections. So in twenty thirteen, one point one million people voted, and in twenty eleven, it was six hundred ninety thousand fifty two Texans showed up of the twelve point eight million people registered to vote. How many so showed sad. up? 690,000 of 12 million, 12.8 million people who are registered to vote and just didn't. And let's, and let's just say that two to three million of those don't live here anymore or passed away. That's still a lot of fucking voters and only 690,000 showed up. That kind of turnout is just abysmal. It yeah. is sad. So 12% is really not anything to rejoice no. about when these are the issues that are the closest to home. Yeah. Like these are the elections that matter. I well, know they know that, and they know. And, and who shows up to vote, Michi? The, the Republicans. Republicans. Mm-hmm. And the system is also rigged they for them to be well. able to do that. Yes. Do you know, so. Well, with closed polling locations, we've had uh, uh, voter ID laws. We've made it harder for people to get those IDs. Right, right. We've made you know it less available, less polling locations, mm-hmm. times, time constraints, all that. Right. Uh, we do. We still and have early voting in Texas, which a lot of states don't have. With yes. that's gonna, I'm gonna kind of use this as a segue. Right. I think y'all will be right. proud of me. Kentucky has some of the strictest. Uh, voter laws. Right. They do not have early voting. Their voter ID laws are some of the strictest in the nation. And yet, they pulled it off. Um, it would be interesting to get the demographics or find out like how long people had to stand in line or how many polling locations they have and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, since we obviously did this off the cuff and we all had jobs, right. I didn't have time to research all that. But I just found that interesting that Kentucky has mm-hmm. some of the strictest laws in the nation and they were able to elect a Democratic governor. They do historically vote Democrat in certain situations. This is not their first time having a Democratic No, they governor. frequently have a Democratic, Democratic governor. governor. Yeah. It's the other offices that tend to vote right. Republican. Uh, so to speak But they about, haven't had a Democratic governor. No, well, they have. No, yeah. he was Republican. Well, okay, sorry. Uh, I'm just. I'm not, then, I'm not saying in the past. I'm just saying, saying. they voted out a Republican a okay, governor, yeah, right. yes, and the yes. state went thirty percent for or thirty percent over or thirty points or whatever over for Trump. Right. Yes. Right. Texas went nine, and we still can't vote for a fucking Democratic senator or <clears> governor. <throat> right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, look right. at look yeah. at the difference in it's. Yes, there's still voter ID laws. There's still Less polling locations, blah, blah, blah. But somehow Kentucky, you know. Well, I think, okay, so a big piece about this. with that. Yeah, so a big piece about this is that, okay, so Bashir beat Bevan, but Bevan is still refusing to concede. Oh, of course. course. Uh, He he says that there were a few irregularities. Oh, of course. And so has provided nothing further to expand on that. And he was behind by 5,100 votes with 100% of. Reporting. Things reporting close. I mean, that is really close across a statewide race. I understand. 5,100? 5,100. Mm. 5, I think 100 is close. 5,100 is 5, not close enough to challenge an no, election. No, no, I'm not saying it's challenge, enough to challenge it. What I'm saying is, is that that is a close election, and it's a good reminder that every vote counts. Counts, right. You know? Uh, How many people voted? 
total. Mm, I don't know. Okay. We don't, I didn't I have those numbers okay. pulled up. Because the 5,100 make, I didn't know how much percentage that true, was. True, true. Yeah. Now, I know it was just a point, right? Right. Yeah. And, and what's interesting is the fact of Bevan talking about how there's a few irregularities, and so he's thinking that there's some of course. some stuff going on. Right. It's interesting to note, though, that for every other statewide race, the Republican won. So yeah. this isn't so much a matter of voting Democrat as it is a rejection of Bevan because he was a despicable human being. And well, he's the least popular governor in the country. Yes. And he felt that having... Short- <laughs> Even more popular than Greg Abbott or than Rick Barry. Greg yeah. Abbott is probably well more, way more liked than, than Bevan him. was. Right. And he thought that getting Donald Trump to give him some support would come in and help push him towards victory. And I think it actually hurt him more. Like, why would anyone at this point seek Donald Trump's endorsement? Like, polls are coming out that show that the voters who elected him, the suburban voters, are turning away from him. Like, they're going to vote against him. So why would anybody think that that endorsement matters at this point? So this, do you believe that voting, they were voting against Bevins? And that that is a referendum against Trump? In both ways. I think there's was two ways to skin a cat in this instance. One, he's not very well liked. And two, aligning yourself with Trump, it's a death mission at this yeah. point. With all the things that are going on, you really want the guy who every other day something comes out that is impeachable every single day. So do you think that means McConnell um, has a um, whoever's running against McConnell? I can't remember the person's name. It's a it's a woman. It's a McGrath right now. There's actually talk of a um, there's a radio personality, uh, something Jones that is has not a, Alex Jones. No, 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 God, no. <laughs> Democrat. He's looking. At oh, okay. I was like, because it's the only guy I think of. It's somebody on the like our heart radio. He actually recently left his radio show okay. because he's considering a run. Because it's kind of a conflict. I mean, McConnell does everything to align himself with Trump, yes. and he's he's one of his biggest cheerleaders, along with Lindsey Graham. So I'm hoping that this is and he is the least popular. Um, or he has a horrible ra- approval rating, not just in across the country, but also in his state. Okay. Right. So I, I he's not as hated as Ted Cruz, but almost. No, actually, more than Ted Cruz. It's worse. It's worse. Yeah, Yeah. it's worse because he's Ted Cruz has been able to hide (laughs) for in certain instances, but it's yeah, Mitch Moscow, Mitch. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, He can't. He can't. And given that this head of the Senate, if they have this kind of voter turnout during his election, and even go beyond this. I think he'll truly be out of here. Oh and my god, that would be so, so awesome. As long so as all true. this, he continues to put his fucking foot in his mouth the whole time he talked. Like, the Republicans are running out of shit to say about trying to defend this president. We're even at a point where they're like, oh, there could never be a quid pro quo because the administration is too stupid. Like, when you find They're too this, incompetent like, to have right. a, to even be smart. They're not even smart enough to, to extort. And it's right. like, mm. Right, and if you find yourself. But they're smart that, that being the an country? Excuse, if that's your way of defending your president, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so he's too stupid to perform extortion, right. but he's not too stupid to, to run the, the country. country. I know, it's Bumble. so concerning. It's so concerning. And it, my concern is people that actually fall for this and believe this right. and justify it in their head. Right. Because, and they don't realize the reason they're doing that is their pocketbook or they're a right, and there's person there's no converting these people. And 
these are the group that Democrats have historically tried to go after when you try to chase the center, which doesn't right. exist. You can't change these people's right. minds. Just forget it. Like, the only thing that you can do at this point is to spread your message and grow your base. You're never going to get the people that have that mindset. Right. If there is a person out there... they're not the center. That's right. always the they're thing. Not the they're not the center. And there's nothing that you're going to say to this group of people who is still supporting this president to convince them to come and vote for a Democrat. Like, give it up. Right. It's right. just... It's done. Right. Yeah. Or just make... It's easier to vote. Right. The best you're going to get is We're going to get a lot of our Democratic voters back again or middle-of-the-road people or something like that. The best you're going to get is the people that are feeling like neither side is good, so I'm going to stay home. That's the your best bet is trying to get I shouldn't say best bet because there's lots of options. You got to pull little bits from everywhere. But instead of trying to get people to come over you need to get people that to are already to leave the dark side. <laughs> yeah, you need to get the people <laughs> that are already conceding that, like, I don't really agree with that. Right. So help them to understand you, why this side is better. You I feel like definitely have a better chance of going. Like, I feel like strategically it is even a better strategy to go after independence Yes. Than it is right. to try to go over for center people because independent no. people lean left to a certain extent right. more so than you know. I think I think most independent people just don't like the party. Quote they don't like, but they their their right. policies shows that that they lean left. They agree yeah. more. Yeah. I I know a lot more policies. people that they're, they're definitely that. more social social socially liberal. Socially yeah. liberal. They're they're, they're, they're not. not they're, they're usually not um, heavy anti-abortion. They're usually not homophobic. They're usually not anti-gay rights. They don't. They they're like I don't care. Like I feel like everybody should none have. Or, or none of this. They don't feel like really it infringes upon me, them. So I don't have strong opinions. They don't about feel it. spoken to for their particular issues, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So. But they but they don't care if there's gay marriage, right? Because they're like that doesn't affect me because I it, you know I may not be gay, so that doesn't affect me. But I don't care if somebody else gets married, like yeah. Uh, like a friend of mine used to tell me is like, sure, if you want to get married, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> be in misery like me <laughs> exactly anyway um so yes we got that victory kentucky. in kentucky but then there's also virginia well hang on before we get move on there's one last thing in kentucky um they also fish on just telling me to circle it around i know oh. that we gotta circle it back oh. to oh. kentucky in particular <laughs> is uh they elected their first african-american attorney general daniel cameron oh. uh i didn't know about that he's, he's a, a republican, republican so we'll oh. half snap oh um, but he is the first Republican a- Attorney General in seventy over seventy years. So that's but kind of even Did he run as a Republican because he could get right, could and win? that's what I was going to say. In some you of think? these instances, you have to yeah, be strategic. I'm right. learning. I'm and learning. So Michi. it's like you. There are places where you have to run as a Republican. Okay, you say or, that, but they're saying he's the first Republican Attorney General in over seventy years. So running as a Republican, they've had but a he's, Democrat. But he's black. Is it the first Republican black? Like right. No, altogether. he's just the first Republican Attorney General. But he's black. So you're thinking okay. that he was getting the black vote, but also the Republican vote. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
That's that's the asterisk there. Oh, okay. <laughs> the caveat. Right. The caveat. Okay. I got one to save the best selection for the last uh, to talk about because I know we have a lot to talk about. Virginia! Virginia up and fucking took the whole goddamn Virginia government, honey. This said, we're taking you, we're taking you, we're taking you, we're taking you. Just all our shit now. They're in charge of the whole Commonwealth. You remember those shirts from the 70s, Virginia's for lovers? <laughs> Right? <laughs> Love is a democracy. The Democrats showed up and they said, I'm in charge. I'm the captain now. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and yes. we had some uh, standout moments with Virginia. Miss Julie, for Julie, one. Julie, yes. Julie, get, get it good. Go, girl. Who you guys remember for flipping off the president's motorcade as it came by and got fired from her job. Like, what the fuck was that? She was a federal employee, which, okay, fine. But... I mean, she didn't do it at work. Right, she was riding her or bike. bicycle. Like I, I should have rights outside of work. Like right. you know, freedom of speech. So yeah, they definitely went ahead and they fucking fired her. And she did what we hope all people will do. And you know what she did? She turned that frustration into some fucking campaigning. Mm. And she went and she ousted a Republican. And she got him out of here. And what I the office that she won is the Loudon Board of Supervisors, if I'm correct. Okay, so it's kind of a not a school board, city council. It's it's like a kind of a that level. That level. It's, it's county level. Okay, yes. county. Okay. Yes. It's a victory. It is absolutely and a victory. And she, like you said, it. she took her frustration, her anger. She channeled that into a positive thing and said, you know what? I can't change him, but I can help change the system. And the way I do that is by getting involved. And whether it's running for office or helping somebody run for office, you know, block walking, phone banking, donating, whatever, she started to make change. Yeah, absolutely. So she she was known for, like, kind of being active in Loudoun County politics. Obviously. She likes living (laughs) up. But before her famous moment (laughs) of telling the president where he could go... So, it definitely, one of the things that they reported was that due to her high-profile, you know, incident, that that helped her with fundraising, and it helped her with name recognition. Mm-hmm. Like, she wasn't afraid to say, I'm the candidate that's running that flipped off your president. Like, she owned her shit. Yeah, exactly. And it goes to show that voters really want someone who's genuine. Like, when you speak your truth, that's... People love those stories, mm-hmm. though. It's like, what gets you famous is what, it's like... The, there, there was a man, um, I want to say it was in the 2016 election, that his girlfriend had been killed. He was, she was a television, um, gosh, I can't think words. She was a newscaster. I can't think words. I know. <laughs> Episode title. I can't think words. I can't think words. <laughs> but she was a newscaster, and she was um, out in the field doing reporting and was shot and killed live mm-hmm. on air and he ran for office and oh and I remember. on that yeah. and then we see things like that um okay. lucy Mc, McBath, McBath, who mm-hmm. was elected in georgia who ran on the fact that she was a gun sense candidate and her son had been killed by the police but no not by the police i'm he sorry but by the, a, he's the loud white, music yes, dude yes loud music and so mm-hmm. we see lots of stories of people that run on these stories um, and that's it. it just, know it, your story. It get, Virginia by far gives me hope 
Virginia, Kentucky. I mean, I, I know Texas. We, we still have a ways to go, but it still gives me hope of moving that needle. I yes. mean, it's because this... some of those people ran two and three times, right? Oh, absolutely. Which I always <laughs> say here on this fucking podcast is that you don't abandon office, honey. Pick your office and run as many times as it takes to win it because you will right. eventually. Because what people start doing is that they start recognizing your name uh-huh. and you start becoming part of the community. Right. And you become a face that people are just comfortable with. Right. Exactly. And they will vote for you. And yeah, 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 yeah. And speaking about Virginia, this is not just a, oh, we're going to jump in and we're going to try to flip our, our state. This has been a long year after year that's, after year that's plan. Exactly. This didn't happen overnight. No. Which is why it gives me hope that we have to keep working you here in Texas. You have to chip away at it. Keep, exactly. You have to keep voting. You have to keep running in right. that, for that seat. Right. So for Virginia, 2017 was a huge year. They flipped, sorry, they flipped 15 seats in the House. They picked up five this year, and this is when they now captured both chambers of the legislature. They've got House, they've got Senate, they picked up two seats in the Senate. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing about Virginia is the fact that they've got an election every freaking year. Like right. in Texas, we talk about it's every two years we have stuff, and then every every so often we have these one-offs mm-hmm. where it's an odd year, and we have just amendments, amendments yeah. and stuff like that. But they have where uh, every November they're pre- voting every November, and it's yep. not little things; it's right. statewide things. It's statewide or national right. things. It's governor, it's, it's state rep, exactly. it's state senator. It's, it's amendments. So in a way, you almost think like that gets people more. In, I would think that that would people get more in the mindset of voting but and also for organizing you're right. constantly doing constantly stuff doing it. but you can also see burnout too yeah. you're right so it it's it's tough i think it's I more mean, of a habit thing you I just know every ha- every right, two, like, first tuesday be, in november we we're voting it's it, it, make it a holiday it's a thing you know that it's happening Mishy, <sighs> what a what a grand idea oh, what a great god idea. i wish i wish we'd thought about that I know, like we right? first started this Jeez. voting thing right? right i told you we need to start the whole country over again yeah um we have literally <laughs> a holiday and i know banks don't close and stuff but we literally have a holiday called flag day right. groundhog day right why can't we fucking have election day well, i know we can replace it with columbus day oh <gasps> Oh, now, the irony of that. Oh, honey, let me, honey. Let me, let me sip my whiskey tea. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so, okay, I want to talk a little bit more about Virginia. So, what's really cool about them now having both chambers, they've got a governor that is our Democrat, Governor Northam. Mm-hmm. He's had his issues, but he is still a Democrat. Democrat. And so, talking about what they want to do, some of the things that Northam has talked about is he wants to do gun control. Um, they had huge... Influx, not influx. They had a huge increase in the amount of focus on gun violence because of Virginia Beach. So they're talking about doing that, raising the minimum wage. But not only that, majority of the gun sense groups actually actively put boots on the ground to campaign for these candidates. So they're also largely responsible for the victories. Shout out to Moms Demand Action. Y'all been doing it. Absolutely. Moms Demand Action, like all of the bunch of other groups that were Mm -hmm. out there, they all banded together and they were like, you know what? We're going to aggressively campaign Mm -hmm. for gun... Like with, with Virginia, the Virginia Democrats owning the entire Commonwealth since 1994, there isn't anything that they can think of that they can't pass at this point. Right. 
Right. You know? They'll go get them some gun safety laws. They're going to get them some LGBTQIA laws. That, some health care, maybe, healthcare. at the state level. Yep. Pass I'm, all of that shit. Pass all of okay. that shit. I'm so jealous of I, Virginia right now. Be. I know. I know. I it's, never thought I'd be saying, should we move to Virginia? I know. <laughs> Another thing I want to mention is that they're up for redistricting in 2021. Right. Now, this is where I would like to see them not... I would like to see them be the better person. Be fair. Right. Get put into place legislature that says redistricting is done by an impartial third party. Don't be, don't overcorrect and then make this gerrymander the shit for Democrats because that shit's not right either Mm-mm. and it will come back to bite you. I don't think they will. They've proven that they can win I, the elections without having can. to do any of that. I know, like, overwhelmingly. but... But Let's make it right because demographics change and things change. Right, so put right. the legislature in place. I agree. I agree. To, because I, things may change and you may find this, you're not in control again. I don't completely disagree with you, but I think that the Democrats are less more to do something like that after winning this know. election. I know that in states where Republicans have more control or Democrats have more control... They gerrymander regardless. Yeah. But I think this is a message to show that if you speak they to the issues, <laughs> if you speak to the issues that matter to people, right. that you will get elected. So, I mean, I True. hear what you're saying that on a legislative level, it should be on paper. Right. They're redistricting then, anyway. Yeah. I just would like to see them do it in neutral. Let's, and yeah, yeah. Just be fair. Be fair. Just be fair. Right. Like, just, because you're there to represent the people. And if the demographics change in those districts, then it should reflect the people. Right. Um, also want to mention that they picked up two seats in the Senate, including the first Muslim woman in the state Senate, Ghazala Hashman. Mm-hmm. First Desi yes. elected. Oh, she Desi? Mm-hmm. And the first uh, uh, Jewish woman, too, correct? I don't or is that in the house? That might be in the house. You could be correct. She was, be on, she was on Anderson Cooper last night. Oh, was she? Yeah. Yeah. Anderson Cooper or Chris Hayes. You have to look at Oh my gosh. We got to get so. our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was. I just remember them saying that those words. And okay. I, I listened to her speak and stuff like that. So. And then in the House, they also elected Shelly Simons. Now, you may remember her name because she Is previously. It Simons or Simmons? Is it S I M M or S I? No, it's S I M O N D S. I see. I feel like that's Simons. S I M O N. Simons. You go either way. I haven't heard it. Well, you go by grammar laws, right? Long I with um, one M with a with a single <laughs> consonant. It is a short I with double consonants. All right. But it's also a person's last name. So right. It's however the fuck they want to pronounce exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> well, Shelley previously Shelley. lost in 2017. This loss was huge made national news because they were a dead tie there was legit the exact same amount of votes for her and her republican counterpart and so it went to a drawing they put their names in a canister and she lost by that yes yeah so he has been in office she ran against him and she beat him outright this time yeah so that's amazing virginia oh my gosh virginia had to have been like on cloud nine. They, they are probably still. You can't touch them. Here's here's my question that comes out of victories like Virginia. Kentucky as well, but you mentioned Kentucky's had always had, you know, they've had a ton of Democratic governors, blah, blah, yes. blah. 
Um, we didn't see very much change here in the state of Texas, but we haven't voted for our, our senators or representatives yet. Right. But with, with what happened in Virginia, do you see that going into 2020? Even with their whole blackface scandal, I was like, with Virginia, it was governor's blackface scandal. I was a little bit like worried. You right. know, he might still right. win. That no, he won. He won. He yeah, he never left office. North Democrats. Yeah, North of never left office. Yeah, no, no, no. I was oh, just okay. like worried for the Democrats in that state, but it's like in Virginia, you know, being I'm not saying that they're not Democrats, but you know, the, it's gonna be different because how you. We live in states where our Democrats have to staunchly pick a side. Like, right. people who live, like, in the mm-hmm. Midwest have luxury of, like, you know, I'm being, doing this and that. But then there are people who are like, I have to pick a side because there's no way I'm going to try to be center or, I'm like, have the luxury of, like, voting here and then voting there. So it's like you have people who probably are more conservative Democrats who still yes. thought, you know what? That wasn't a big fucking deal. What I care about right now is taking control over this and taking control of the government and not necessarily worrying the fact that blackface is a really big deal there. I mean, you know, it's Virginia, you know, so. Still, yeah, it's still the South. Virginia is still considered the South. Some of the, you know, most more famous Civil War battles were fought in Virginia. So, I mean, it's. You know, and I did see where um, it seems like a northern state to us, or or it does northern, feel like it's north, because northeast, it's northeast, but it's still it's below the, the Mason-Dixon Yeah, line. it's and the east coast thing where it's kind of like weird. It's all in the accent machine. Oh, yeah, they still they still talk sure. like this from Virginia. Really? Mm-hmm, they do. Well, yeah. women go for them. They t- <laughs> they took matters into their own hands, and they set precedent for what they're going to accept and what they're not going to. Now we're just going to wait to see all the amazing things that they're going to do. So how do you think that's going to play into 2020? Do you think that that is a, that should give us hope? I think so. I think so too. I, it's not just a one state. Oh no, this is, we just talked about the two big ones, but there were other elections where this is happening across the country. And even like some polling that came out today that this doesn't smell very well for this administration. Like, Having the president's endorsement doesn't mean anything anymore. Right. No. Um, with the his biggest voter block kind of in that space where they're frustrated, people are wanting change. And this is, I've talked about this often on this podcast, that the things that this president has done is going to have lasting implications that Republicans are going to have a difficult time being elected to office for the next couple of cycles. Because this has been a complete Thank shit God. show. And. It was it was funny, not even really funny, but it, it was just kind of one of those annoying things when it was happening here at home. But now we've got international powers going, yeah, America ain't shit. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I don't know if you guys heard today what Macron said in regarding to like NATO. He was basically like, yeah, NATO is basically dead. The United States can no longer be counted on to do shit. Like, we can't counting them to do anything. They're not the superpower that we thought that they were. Right. And everyone took such offense to that, but it's the truth. Trump has abandoned all of our allies. We're not the superpower that we like to portray to the world anymore. And a lot of people who love waving the flag around talking about America are starting to really see that other people can tell that we ain't shit. So that is going to translate to everything that we have going on 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 a national scale that means you're going to see long-term governors 
ousted in, yeah. exactly. in 2020. You're going to see senators ousted in 2020. Other, been, other state houses and senates get absolutely, flipped. Right. That, absolutely. That have, been t- and, that have been read for 20, 30 exactly. years. Exactly. And I know um, we've mentioned Pantsuit Nation in the past. Yeah. Uh, I saw so many different posts from people talking about the fact that their long-term city council, their, Mayor. Uh, their county... Their mayor, all of these different things went blue or they went purple for the first time. Uh, Or even in some cases, elected their first Democrat to a position. Right. I remember seeing one lady that had said that she lived in a Pennsylvania town, her county, and had lived there 39 years. She was, they had one Democratic voting booth. Or poll, polling, or not polling location, one booth for when they had the Democratic, you know, primaries and stuff. They had one, one booth that you could go vote in. And it has, and she slowly worked herself into becoming like involved in her county's party and things like that. And her county has gone blue. Right. Like she's like 39 years I've been invested in this. They're going to need a lot more booths. And everybody stood in line in that one fucking booth to make change. And that goes back to like what I was saying earlier. Is like there are some offices that we didn't even mention. There were count. There were precincts that have been red for decades in yeah. these elections in Kentucky and Virginia mm-hmm. that went all blue. And I know people are like, "Oh, precinct," but that's exactly where it happened. That's, that's, where, it is, that's where it starts. When you talk, when when you and Ray talk about um, grassroots and field work, mm-hmm. that's what you're talking about. Precinct, precinct. by precinct. precinct. Yes. Right, and everybody talks about how Beto like uh, drove all over Texas, all over the counties. No, Beto hit precincts. Right, right. He would go to these towns that had population seven hundred, a thousand, fifteen hundred, and he would meet with the precinct Democratic chair. Right, and elections right? are won precinct by precinct. Exactly. exactly, they're not won state by state. They're won no. precinct by precinct. Yeah. Every election no. is won precinct by precinct. And gerrymandering is done precinct, precinct by precinct. precinct. Right, yes. that's how they look at ours. I mean, we talk about all of us live in Denton County, and there are very small little portions of Denton County that are blue that they carved out oh, right? and they make it into a different district for something else. Oh, when I was looking at where I used to live, our precincts, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, oh, so if this precinct was like this, which is normal instead of what it really is, these four precincts would all be Democratic. Right. Just because right. I know people in all of those areas exactly. and I know kind of how that area split up and... Yeah, exactly. I think it, it definitely it's, it speaks volumes for what we have to look forward to in 2020. Um, oh, I hope so. I'm I'm really excited to see what's what's coming, especially given the discussion we had last week. That if this whole impeachment thing continues to drag on into the news, like we expect that it should, yeah. And at this point, things are coming out every single day. Right. That that's just when you turn on the TV and all you can see is negative things. You're, you're going to get tired and you're going to get bogged down and you're going to want change. I love it. I hope, I mean, I hope it, I hope it is that. I really do. Um, mm-hmm. I hope that helps us here in Texas. I hope that helps a lot of other red states, which I still, I still say Texas is blue. It's just been gerrymandered to death mm-hmm. and people don't vote. But right. that, that will hopefully come to fruition in 2020. Yeah. It's right. definitely what, purple. Do it's you, definitely purple Do you purple think that, um... I just want to talk about our boy for just a second. Do you think Beto is watching the election elections and going, huh? Right. Hmm. And, and, hmm. and something is very interesting. Um, 
<laughs> Cynthia, who is Beto's handler, she you know her as the Hispanic woman with the red hairs, glasses, she's his, super she's fit, right hand person. Um, you see she, him ever if you see him, you see her. She, <laughs> she's the one who gives you the death stare when you're trying, right. when she's trying to get him out of the room, and you're the <laughs> last person like trying to shake his hand or get a picture with him, he and works. he's all smiles, and Cynthia's like, no. <laughs> right, and her dedication to this can to Beto's candidacy is just so amazing. But I mean, Beto is worthy of that, and so I definitely mm-hmm. felt her pain watching her like go through that process of grieving, like a dropout or a loss. You know, I've been there, except her candidate was worthy. So the thing right. that that was very interesting. You hear her crying on the yes. video. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, so she, it made me cry. Right, and. One of the interesting things that I thought was pretty cool to see, she posted a, a shirt that said Beto forever. And I was yeah. like, maybe she's trying to tell us something. I, and did you see her post either last night or today? And it's just the the um, the portrait of Beto, like the painted portrait. Right, right. It was a really good mm-hmm. portrait. Like, huh. So, like, basically, like, I'm not giving up. You're going to see us again. I'm just interpreting this. I don't know. Right. I just I just don't see our boy going home and sitting this one out until a year and a half from now. I don't, no. I don't see it for him. So, I mean, it'll give us something to look forward to. Yeah. Beto, come on, man. Announce it on DBAT. <laughs> right? We will take your tea. We'll take the exclusive. I mean, it's so Cynthia, if you want to call us, call us, boo. It's email. And also, one of the things that I thought was super fucking exciting was that today, Donald Trump had basically endorsed Cornyn, which is a great thing oh. because you don't want a Donald Trump endorsement. Donald Trump was like, oh, hey, Cornyn, I looked at your poll numbers. No one is beating you. I was like, keep saying more of that shit. Right. Keep giving us more Why of that. Why don't you come here and have a rally with Cornyn and then you, where you have to actually pay actors $15 an hour, which is right. what they do in Kentucky. And I mean... It's what they're going to have to do in Phoenix. Like, I, I, Okay, I will say there is something about that where I have seen that they've been proving that some of those not, are frauds. Oh, okay. That people are seeing that there's a rally coming. And so they'll, uh, anybody can create a face, or, or not a create a face, but a uh, Craigslist post. fake news. Right. Anybody could be doing that. Okay. So, All right. You know. But they'll definitely But then again, I wouldn't put it past him. So I don't know. I just, I just. You, you wouldn't put it past the person who had a super low turnout at the inaugural <laughs> ball and then started patching people through Photoshopping their pictures yeah. <laughs> to show how many people that they had. Yeah. That's my favorite side-by-side picture is Obama's. Yeah inauguration and then orange man's because obama's just look at it just look, look at, at it side by side not wow. just the number of people but like the formation and then is. i mean then you have all <laughs> talking about right uh-huh but to also look at the other flip side on it mississippi let us down yesterday you know um, mississippi's a disappointment mississippi goddamn thank you nina simone you just I, that, that didn't surprise me though it, it didn't surprise me. And they'll vote for Trump in 2020. They'll and go Trump. that's even more of a testament to say, don't get comfortable and feel like other people are just going to go out there and vote right. and win the elections for you. There's still people out there with these ideologies. And if you really want change in this country and county government and freaking local government, state government, whatever, go out there and vote. Don't count on other people to do it. I think it's just going to like change. As uh, we always say... Not voting is voting. Right. We have to just, across our country... Mississippi needs a grassroots We have to change project. the culture of voting. Like, it needs to be something that is 
I mean, right now revered. we revered. Right, because turning. I voted. Right. I'm so happy. Like, but I mean, think about like proud, we, t- we talk with our kids. Okay, so turning sixteen and getting your driver's license for most Americans is a rite of passage. Right, right. We expect that it's going to happen. We won't count the people in New York that never learn how to drive because <laughs> transportation is everywhere. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But for the most people, like that is a thing. Yeah. But how many people are taking just as seriously turning eighteen, registering to vote, and then voting? Right. You know. And if you are able to go get your driver's license, you are able to vote. Right. So that you you can't we can't use those as arguments. Right. So we have to just make people want to care. Like, how do you change a fundamental caring? Right. You know, we talk about and people standing made, in line I've, for the fucking hours. Popeyes cha- sandwiches right. and and to shame people for Popeyes versus all the other places people stand in line for fucking donuts or whatever else. I mean, the those Chick-fil-A are, lines are exactly. Some oh my god! Shit. And you and know those Chick-fil-A day. people are voting. Yeah. Right. But I, I never knew that not voting was a thing. No, because what? I never knew that not voting was a thing. Oh, it's a right? huge when thing. I, no, I'm just talking about, like, when I turned 18, it was a big deal. Right. Right. When because my, in your family, when, it's a big exactly, deal. Exactly. When my daughter turned 18, so fucking excited that she could register to, to vote, right? You. When my, y'all saw the pictures of me and my niece last year, right? Mm. Yes. Because, and it actually kind of pissed my sister off a little bit. Not really, but... Because you stole her thunder? Because, I would, because when she asked Meg, Meg goes... Oh, yeah. We I'm, already voted. Yeah, uh, Shell's taking me. Ow. <laughs> I'm, it's like, oh. But, but it was because it was so big for me, right, right, to take her. Right. And my youngest daughter, she lives four hours away, and I struggle with getting her to care enough about voting. Like, I've talked about things. I'm like, you need to care about this. I was like, this can't. And sometimes my selling pitch for her is, you smoke weed. Candidate smoke. <laughs> this candidate supports legalizing <laughs> hey. weed. Fucking go vote. Right. You have to you do know? what you have to do. And I know that Quentin takes, their tradition is to go in the voting booth together. Quentin will go with Sydney. Zoe, not so much because he's still young, but he's right. always gone with Sydney every single time. That's what Zoe would say. Young, and right. Right. <laughs> that he will take her with him so that she can get that I voted sticker and talk about one of the important things that's super important to him to pass along is how far that. As black people, they have come to be able to be in the situation where he can be able to vote because he doesn't want that to be lost on her as she gets mm-hmm. older. Cause she's growing up in a different climate where she doesn't know that that's a thing. Like people died for her to right. be able to have and a, recently, yeah, for her to be able this, to have. This, we're not talking about a hundred years ago. We're right. talking about in like right. recently, people have been intimidated, threatened, killed, right. and also to your personal struggles of trying to become a citizen so that you are able to, to vote. vote. I don't think I'll ever miss an election when I become right. a citizen. But I'm just saying, like, like that yeah. is going to be a, a climate that they grow up the, with. That they grow up with. You know. So it's to him, it's like a celebration mm-hmm. and a duty to remind his daughter that. He, they're in this space because others have fought for them to have this right, right. to do this. So they're going I to I love that. I think that's so great. Young. And uh, people have their kids with them uh, Tuesday night at the polling location. Yeah, I love that. Which, um, again, super red. So I was like, oh, shit. But here's what happened. I listened to two teenage girls, and I, they had to be freshmen at UNT or something like that because they had UNT T-shirts on. Mm-hmm. They were schooling their mother on Texas Prop 4. And they were like, that's no. Amazing. They are like, mom, mom. You vote no. This right. is what it means. They didn't just say vote no. They actually explained, explained to it her. to her. These Way are to girls go, that are like girls. eighteen or nineteen, and 
they were explaining, they're both like all sideways to me. And I'm looking at the girls, my jaws dropped. And when they finally got done, I leaned over and I was like, I am so proud of y'all. Oh, I'm like, we need that to positively reinforce every time we see stuff like that. Because the right was going to vote yes. Right. And I know it's just one vote, but it's that's just one the thing, thing. That it does. Every vote. Yeah. And I know that there have been times in the past where I voted um, in my town. And even with long lines, they'll make a comment about someone that was their first time voting and they'll announce it. They go, we have a first time voter. And the place erupts. Oh, and they erupts in a place. So cute. I love yeah, that. Yeah. I'm like, encourage it. Yeah. They do that in Capel because they, Meg got the ding, 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 oh, ding, ding. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Louisville does it as well. Yeah. I love that. So it was pretty cool. I, I, and we'll, I, we'll, we'll be, we'll. So my, my nephew's son is William. I'm gonna have to start calling him William. Yeah. William will get will get that as well when oh, he gets to vote. That is I'm so, so excited. So is he gonna be able to vote in March? Uh-huh. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, he turned 18 Halloween. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. And he's registered and everything. Oh yeah, I oh, I think that's he bet John took him like the next day. Beautiful. <laughs> because you know we do more so than voter, like just like suppression and all the things that we have going on, it's people who are registered to vote and don't show up. That like we used to have a voter registration issue, but now it's strictly just turnout. Like you will That's have freaking what's so frustrating. You're registered. You're show right. up. Show up. And to also vote. care enough to find out about the things. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Like I understand when there's confusion, like prop four, we've talked about the fact that that one was really confusing. That was really hard. But and when you walk in and you're like, I don't even know what's on the ballot. And you're just gonna read it and you stuff. Can right. right. You can get a sample ballot. You can get a sample ballot. Care enough to invest 30 minutes right. looking into at what you're voting. And yeah, the, the different candidates. And candidates this is not to like voter shame people because I do know that there are certain places where people had to like drive 20 miles, which was right. their nearest polling mm-hmm. location right. or yeah. whatever. We're not talking about that. We're, we're, we're talking the, about the people, people who are like, easy. who are like registered and you have a polling location in your precinct and you could take. A day off of work, some hours off of work, and go. You don't take a day. Or not even a day. It's you open till seven p.m. Hours or, or whatever. Seven a.m. Right. You could take off of work because your job will allow it, and you just decide not to freaking do it. We also have two weeks of early voting. Early voting, yeah. and, and that then, happens on the Saturday, a Saturday and a Sunday. Right. So there's a seven. Yeah, there's a ten day period of early voting that you have that day off. So then yeah. it becomes, why did you even register if you weren't going to? go and exercise your right to vote and i mean i don't know i it, just I, don't i it well i mean i had a couple of friends that i texted and they didn't vote and um they're my friends i didn't want to vote shame them but here's what happened when i asked them they responded back and they're like oh shit i didn't god i'm such a piece of shit and i responded and i was like yeah kind of right because it's like did I wait till the last minute? Was I no. driving there at freaking six o'clock? And, and I understand that life happens. You know, people have kids, yes, they've got work, they've got all of that. But just like with everything else in your life, it's not like you're voting every fucking week. This comes around right. once a year if you're lucky, or once every two years, or whatever the case, where you can plan ahead of time enough within that pretty much whole month yeah. how you're going to. Make a plan to and, vote. Right. Like, I, my husband and I always talk about this with the, with our girls and also with our granddaughter is don't just say I'm sorry. Do better. <laughs> it's, it's, don't be sorry. Be careful. Yes, there's that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's good, too. Yeah. yeah. You mamas. Same. It's totally. And so, guys, we've got 
Primary's coming up. We're gonna we're gonna harp on this until until we forever. Are. And then and we, we have we have primaries coming up, which I feel like a lot of people felt some energy from yes. this. It is motivating yes, when we flip it is. seeds. It is. And I wanted to give a quick update on our Iowa poll before we oh, go because okay. we talked a little good, bit about good, good. that. And the information that we gave last week is now outdated. Yes. Um, Holy shit. Yes. Iowa has done turned, honey. Um, <laughs> so this is what we Turn have. This mother out. <laughs> As Turn. the latest Quinnipiac poll, which I'm probably saying wrong because it's got a lot of fucking right. I can't say it either. It's, but it is as latest as yesterday. So right now we've got Warren and Buttigieg like neck to neck. With Warren at 20, uh, Buttigieg at 19, Sanders and Biden have switched spots. So Biden is now third place. Last week when we spoke, mm. Biden was third and Sanders was seven. Was blah. Biden was third, Sanders was fourth. Yeah. And now Biden has dropped two points and is now at 15. With Sanders mm. coming on top of him at 17. And then Klobuchar, you know. When is their, uh, when is their primary? Their primary. Well, they're caucusing. Or caucusing, I'm sorry. Uh, when, is the, when, caucusing. Is, when is caucusing? When is caucusing? At this point, it's around 90 days. The, because I think it was last week they were talking about there was like 93 I'll, days or something like I that. I want to okay. give an actual date. I think date. it's before the end of It is the on year. the 3rd. Of February. Oh, it is right. after the New Year. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it's February third. I want to okay. make sure. So and then it's either seven or ten days later that New Hampshire has okay. and it happens. Right. Okay. So that's happening, and Mayor Pete is just seeing such a surge and is enjoying all of this yeah. great publicity. But I thought what was more interesting was seeing Biden slide back like that to Sanders, who like to everybody, right. honestly to everybody. And it, there you haven't was, seen him in the news very much. But here's um, the interesting part about it all. This is just unique to Iowa because he still holds the lead nationally. Okay. Right. So that's really interesting to see what it is that's going on here in Iowa that it has caused them to totally reject him like this. Right. So I was, I was hearing some things about Iowa, and they had the LJ dinner, uh, Liberty and Justice dinner. Right. Um, and everybody gives these, comes out, they give their speeches, and Biden came out, gave the same stump speech he's been given. So that didn't bring anybody around. Mm-hmm. Warren did great. Pete did great. Uh, Which, to be fair, old school style of giving speeches is that you give the same one everywhere you go. We've seen some of these politicians give the same speech. But these, at this thing, is you don't do that. You don't do that. You are I supposed totally, to sell yourself. It's But this is an old ass candidate. <laughs> Was true. I'm sorry, Uncle Joe. No, it's true though. Has a pedigree and a legacy, and he suffers a little bit from that Hillary Clinton syndrome, where he cannot fucking believe that he has to tell y'all that he's (laughs) that he. I am the one that can be tough. Are you kidding me? Like that's where he is, and I'm not like shaking. Do I understand? I am not saying it is a good thing because it killed Hillary in the long run. Yes, yes, but. It is with his tenure in office and his record, you can't find yourself in that space where you're like, you have got to be shitting me. Like, I have a record where I'm consistent and you've seen what I've done and you want me to fucking sit here and compete with these whippersnappers? But you know what? He's also ran for president. He's also ran for president and never got the nomination. The nomination. That's true. He shouldn't feel like he's above it. Now, the other thing is that um, Bernie. 
he didn't have his because usually what happens is they have sections of their supporters right. are there so they can do their thing. Yeah. So when they have their moments, they get the big applause Woo! and stuff like that. Well, Bernie didn't have that. His people were down the street at something else, and apparently this is because the event was sponsored by corporations or something like that. They, so they, they do that type of shit, and right. that's, that's their so whole it, thing. It, it did kind of hurt him on the sound bites because you just had the courtesy claps from people that were like, you have a good point. Was he point. pushing it? You can clap now. Please right. clap. No, please clap. Please clap. And, it's, and that's the thing about it is that it, sometimes I feel like the I love Bernie, but I have a love relation, love hate relationship with his supporters because sometimes even if it means hurting Bernie, they, they will it. get their point across. This is true, and it's a little bit counterintuitive to what you're trying to do because, yeah, it was they're kind it, of extremists. It may have been sponsored by some people that you don't see aligning yourself with, but your candidate is there. Right, they're he, cutting their nose off to spite their face. Right, right. and I just don't. It's it's been you're a pattern. Your candidate. A pattern here and I just don't know how Bernie's gonna be able to overcome it but here's the thing is that it was his team you know what I mean it's not just yours it's supporters yes but it's his, his team. team they should have well. and they should have made sure people were there exactly that's it of which if so. you do that shit on my campaign you're fucking fired right you didn't get to protest when you're on the but job but here's the thing if that's their thing that the whole campaign decided that like we're going to have our event down the street while he's doing his thing that's just dumb. That's so fucking stupid. Because if that's the case, it's a better look for him not to even go. Right. Than for him to be to there. Yeah. And y'all are across the street at the goddamn fucking brewery. Watching it on TV. Watching it on TV anyway. When you could have just gone. You know? Exactly. So. Yeah, y'all. All right. Well. We could go on forever. I yes. know. <laughs> well, we always can. We're going to. We're probably going to go on after we stop. Right. And then we'll chat. And then we'll chat. In our chat for the next, like, you know, week until we meet up again. Oh, which reminds me, unfortunately, I will not be on the pod that we're recording this weekend. I um, have to go to New Orleans for work. The struggle. Oh, my God. How will you ever make it? Cry her a fucking river, y'all. It's it's a hard not life. You you have it so hard. It's a hard not life. Michi, Michi just gets mad at me because I didn't I didn't take her to New Orleans this year. I and do. I promised I would, and then I wind up selling my house and moving. So much. So I owe both her and Ray a trip to New Orleans, which we are going to do once I get into my place. But right? we, could, we could have been potting in New Orleans. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I had to work. Like, I really have to work. So sure. Make that yeah. money, girl. I do. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am going to play a little bit, too, because I'm going to the States game on Sunday. But <laughs> why not? Who are they playing? Uh, Atlanta Falcons. Oh, okay. That should be a good game. That's and I've never a seen game. a yeah, I've never seen a football game in Superdome. I've heard it's just uh, an amazing it's experience. Phenomenal. Um, I definitely will be rooting Saints for the Saints. Saints are crazy. Yes, yes. And I have a dear friend who is a Saints crazy fan, and um, hopefully I get to hook up with him and his brothers and stuff and have a lot of fun. But I won't be on there. I will miss being with you girls. I appreciate you so much, like us meeting tonight because. I miss y'all when oh. we don't get to pod together. I do too. Yeah. I well, we'll too. hold down the fort while you're out there living I your best know. life. Living your best life. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so no um, asshole of the week. No Ray the Bay. No. Uh, bay. Uh, bay uh. Ooh, and you didn't even drink. I didn't. Nice. You're off your game, I'm buddy. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. No Ray's Bay of the day right now, but they'll have it for y'all this weekend. Yes, that'll come when we record tomorrow. Yes. Um, so, but stay tipsy, my friends, my drug delegates. Woo woo. Woo. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Drunk Bitches in Politics. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at DBAPpod. If you have questions or suggestions, email us at drunkbpolitics at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. It's the best way to show your support and spread the word.